0: I'm Allie Gertz and I'm Julia Prescott and everything's Everything's coming coming up Simpsons. Simpsons
1: This episode is brought to you by the Grand Nationals of Sandcastle Building Preview. Ooh! Bikini Bay, Yeah! Dune Buggy! Hell yeah! Daredevil Surfers! Uh-huh! Have all been cleared out for the sake of building sandcastles. Ah. Uh. Uh, I know. Uh, we are, of course, talking about the episode, Two Bad Neighbors. Um, this is the uh, 13th episode of The Simpsons' seventh season. It prime originally... numbers. How I know! <laughs> wow cool (laughs) whoa (laughs) wow i would have been like a either a really radical or really terrible math substitute teacher just like look at that (laughs) multiplication okay uh this originally aired on january 14th 1996 it was written by ken keeler it was directed by wes archer and the showrunners at the time were bill oakley and josh weinstein i still want to say weinstein what about you Yeah, me too. (sighs) It sucks. It's hard. Yeah, I don't like it. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm so excited. I mean, we say this every time. It's one of those episodes that um, we're surprised that somebody hasn't taken it yet. It's such a classic episode because it, you know, it smashes up a lot of both The Simpsons history and American history. Ah, yes. But then also it has a lot of great jokes in here, uh, the Introduction. of The introduction of one of the coolest characters. Yeah. We'll
0: get to. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, when we found out that this is the episode, I I gasped. I couldn't believe it. And yeah. you know who else gasped? Our guest. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I assume. Um, <laughs> let, sure.
2: let, I let think it, so.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you've just heard his voice. Let me introduce him proper. Um he is one of the hosts of the great podcast Podcast the Ride and also the creator of Comedy Central's Moonbeam City. Give it up for Scott Gardner. Hey
3: guys. Hey. So excited to be here and I yeah, I totally agree. I think I even I didn't even like get a list proper when you guys asked. I just compared a list i i went and delved myself and like what have they done versus what they have not done and i i think i did like a little side by side and i thought maybe it was a mistake that two bad neighbors had not been taken previously i was very, very excited yeah 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 i guess so i and i'm i'm so glad i didn't have to i mean i would have been happy to talk about a ton of episodes i'm sure but like I didn't have to like uh, settle. I didn't have to come here and pretend some just (laughs) a minus episode was uh, my favorite. When in fact, I don't. It's I'm not sure if this is my my favorite favorite, but it's like it's maybe tied for top. Three or something. Yeah. It's hard to pick a, a. I'm sure, as you guys know, it's hard to pick a single one. But it's
0: kind of the conceit of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, how could you
3: possibly uh narrow possibly it down? Narrowing. Yeah. What, what would you say?
0: Uh, do you know what the other two might be, or does it kind of rotate?
3: um Could be a rotation. Always ver- as a as a theme park fan, as as evidenced on my podcast that you mentioned, I. Always very fond of the of itchy and scratchy land yeah. uh, and the, just the level of theme park nerd reference in that it goes so far beyond, you know, the theme parks are crowded and the lines are long like the, the, the depths of the depth of Disney reference in it is pretty amazing.
1: And um, Jurassic Park. Oh and, yeah, true. Yeah, a, like yeah,
3: yeah, and uh, Billy and the and
1: Clonosaurus. Billy and the Clonosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit of Terminator. <laughs> sure, sure. Westworld yeah. too. West, I, yeah, which is a thing you don't realize Westworld. as a kid.
3: It's well, it's like so specifically. There's there's stuff from the Westworld movie, right? Because right. like, well, I mean, it's Westworld is Crichton too. So it's yeah. I guess it just covers the Crichton genre in general. But yeah. that's like I'm sure you guys you probably, you probably talk about this syndrome every episode I, I i'm not sure but the that that thing of uh you don't realize till 20 years later and you see a movie that oh that's what that Simpsons thing is oh yeah. All thing. The time. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was have such a I was such a latecomer to Kubrick in general, and I, every one of them, like, oh, that's that's why that one Simpsons got really bizarre all of a sudden. (laughs) Were you a
0: latecomer, or were you just a child that probably wasn't allowed to watch Stanley Kubrick movies? (laughs)
3: Uh, You know, it wasn't a specific rule laid out, (laughs) but my parents are probably correct in not letting me watch Clockwork Orange at 10.
0: Yeah,
3: Yeah. Um, Not a (laughs) bad decision on their part.
1: The right time is when you saw it. I have a memory of my sister, I think going to summer school or something. I just remember her for a whole summer having the project of... Like watching, or no, she was reading 2001 A Space Odyssey and then watching it and then we had to watch it as a family and I just remember being very bummed out by this. (laughs) I was like, why are we doing this? Because we're supporting your sister. You still
0: haven't seen it? I still have not seen it. Jeff Garland was going to take me and the new person that I'm dating and it was going to be a really weird first experience and I'm glad it didn't happen that way. As much as I love Jeff Garland, I feel like it would have been a very weird uh, (laughs) way to watch a film. Perhaps. (laughs) Did he just like
3: he just pointed at you <laughs> yeah. and like we're going essentially
0: uh, yes cuz and... he 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 has
3: done the he's uh, uh, both of my co-hosts Mike and Jason he's done a lot of uh, they've met him at, at UCB at the Tournament of Nerds and he's like That's point, where I met pointed him. At, oh okay yeah i figured yeah you were on the same show
0: yeah we uh yeah i met him there and he's just like he found out i'd never seen 2001 and he invited me to go with him and his sons on Father's Day, he said that he told he told everyone that he wants to adopt me, and then he found out that I have a well. He actually announced he told me that I have a boyfriend. Uh, and he was just like, "Who are you sitting next to?" I was like, "My friend." He's like, "It's your boyfriend." I could tell. I'm gonna take oh. you guys to the movies. <laughs> then was we he couldn't... the first
3: to use the term? He
0: was. He made us official. Whoa! Yeah,
1: wow. you love each other. You yeah. love her. She yeah. loves you. I'm advancing this. He's such he a helps. bizarre human who goes by his own rules. Socially. He really, yeah he really
0: does. Yeah, and so then we went to see Mr. Rogers instead. Oh, with right. Jeff Garland? Which was weird, because I asked uh, I asked Alec, and I was just like, do you want to go see Mr. Rogers with Jeff Garland? He's like, yeah, I'd like to cry next to Jeff Garland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hasn't. Uh, yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. Stop crying! <laughs> he had That's a enough! great <laughs> episode of your podcast. I'm sorry that you weren't there for it, but he was kind of filling oh, in yes, for your indeed. role.
3: yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, he commented. Not a bad guest host to get, <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff Garland. Uh, um, yeah, uh, um, and, and I... Uh, apparently he there was a lot of just bizarre reference to something called grandfather or granddaughter magazine. <laughs> it's gonna be in that
0: magazine. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, yeah, we're gonna. Uh, Bob Saget's gonna co-write it. Wait. I've been working
1: really hard on this. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Did he make it up in your podcast? Yeah, and yeah. now he's taking. What the fuck is happening? Wait, b- <laughs> the,
3: he now went in and pitched this thing that was a bit on our podcast <laughs> to Mad magazine?
0: It's uh, that is what happened. <laughs> oh
3: I'm not sure the guys would no wow, okay. I'm, well.
0: I'm in I will love say, with it. He talked about Granddaughter Magazine and I said, You should do that for Mad He's just like,
2: Okay
3: <laughs> You pointed at him and told I him pointed to pointed at him stuff. And, exactly. Wow, uh, you turned it back on him. This
0: is
1: our dynamic. <laughs> can I say uh, one thing about so that was a, that was a great episode that you guys had and then uh, my sister is also a listener to your podcast and she had texted me um, I think I'd listened to like maybe 75% of it or something and she had texted me and she was like you get a shout out at the end like they Ah. shout you out at the end and I went oh okay like wondering like I wonder why what they mentioned like maybe my Disneyland Paris because I talked about that on your podcast Mm -hmm. and I listened to it and all it is is Jeff Garland going what's your what's your Instagram for this podcast Julia Prescott who is that is that your girlfriend? Is that
0: your girlfriend? <laughs> and yeah. that
1: was it. I was like, thanks, Katie. He thanks. said your name. That's <laughs> he cool. He said my name. I you think that's amazing. You were
3: mistaken for Mike Carlson's girlfriend. Yeah. What an honor. What an honor. Uh, um, but hey, you were wonderful well, Lindsay's on our podcast. Well, great, so
1: it, sincerely, what an honor. Yes,
3: indeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, probably both uh, glasses wearers, and that's yeah. where the uh, confusion <laughs> came from. Uh, but yeah, you were, so much, you were so much fun on there. That was a blast. Oh, we talked about the bizarre mall outside of uh, Disney Disneyland Paris, which is uh, I, we, I declared to be the the least magical place on any Disney property. Yeah, uh, um, and
1: probably Paris.
3: In in Paris in general, yes. Yeah, there are totally bathrooms agree. that
1: are more majestical than Disney Village in Paris. It's
3: what's between like dirty parks where people are like uh, jangling uh, uh, shitty twelve dollar Eiffel Towers at you. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe that that still is like a little more specific in Paris magical than going to a like a dirty five guys exactly <laughs> uh, twenty minutes outside of Paris. Uh, um, but hey, that's this is not uh, uh, Simpsons affiliated. Right. Other than that. Uh, uh, that's a good. Uh, that's a nice uh, theme park Simpsons crossover. Is the the failure of Euro Itchy and Scratchy Land? Ah, yes. <laughs> um, I
1: wanted to. So before we jump into this episode proper, because mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna talk about it, um, listeners. Eh. Eh, maybe not. But I wanted <laughs> I just hang. to. Okay. Um, I wanted to, since you know, you've got the theme park podcast, we're all theme park lovers here. I wanted to ask you this question mm. uh, Fuck Mary Kill, <laughs> Itchy and Scratchy Land, Duff Gardens, or Mount Swartzwelder Historic Cider Mill?
3: <laughs> <laughs> is Mount Schwarzwald?er is the apple, yeah, uh, the apple place. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> you get
1: a season pass. Pays for itself after what like 12 visits. <laughs> 72 maybe was a funnier number. <laughs> oh man,
3: you want to say kill to that cuz cause it's, cause it's boring but it's uh, uh, I don't know, it's that was a del- that was a delightful yeah. uh, scene in that place. Um hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, maybe I just have to go in the order Right. You said uh, assuming that in the world of uh, the Simpsons is Itchy and Scratchy Land still around or did they have to destroy yeah, it? Yeah, I
0: think you have to kill it just to oh, like yeah, you're right. protect yourself. <laughs> like <laughs> there's uh, still some robots.
3: Maybe just for practical purposes yeah. I have to say kill to the... Okay, so kill Itchy and Scratchy Land mm-hmm. just for the good of humanity Right. You going uh, not gonna
0: fuck the cider mill,
1: are you?
3: I get- that doesn't <laughs> Sound Stop. right. You know, strangely enough, right this is not that that the first record. time
1: she's asked that to a guest. <laughs> You're not going to fuck the cider mill, <laughs> are you?
2: Clutching <laughs> um, your pearls? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought just... it wanted it. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> I uh, Yeah, that's, that's an unsettling phrase, isn't it? What um, are you doing
1: this weekend? You're not going <laughs> to. <laughs>
3: um, we could
1: also do the bird aviary
3: or the uh, <laughs> um you know what's it's not quite a theme park but it's like it's a tourist attraction i'm really fond of the um, the, the the like national park area that they go to with the confusing Smokey the
1: Bear yes <gasps> um, only who
0: can prevent forest fires <laughs>
1: you pressed that's, that's you meaning me the correct me. answer is <laughs> <word> answer <laughs> me referring to you is you <laughs> that
3: that and the um sort of yeah my like deep dive Simpsons things I love the most are that's uh, that's high on the list and then that when Marge opens the door. And the the very uh, sad John Muir film is playing. <laughs> Why don't we let John Muir tell the
2: tale? <laughs> I,
3: that Dan Castellaneta performance is it's so, so wonderful. The horribly recorded, but you know, I didn't, I didn't answer your your question. Let's say, let's say, fuck uh, Duff <laughs> Gardens you. and marry the cider mill because the yeah, cider oh mill is gosh. an old, trustworthy, it stalwart. <laughs> it's it.
1: got a mill, and you know, uh,
3: kill the kill the robots. What is
1: then? it if it's yeah. Wait, uh, how does the. What does Flanders say? Like, if it it's not, if it's yellow and brown, you're in Cider Town or something. But he says. You got something, juice there, fella. You got juice there, fella. <laughs> ah, somebody somebody knows that's listening. I also want to say honorable mentions um, Storytown Village. Oh, uh, yeah. Praise Land.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm
1: hmm. Land. hmm. EFCOT Center.
3: Crusty um, uh, Land is different than Itchy and Scratchy Land, although Itchy and Scratchy Land. Although H yeah. Scratchy are in crusty Land as well, that's yes. a confusing uh, map to make of the like. How many Springfield's a pretty podunk town, and yet they they have. Nine theme parks.
1: Yeah, that's just what comes with thirty seasons, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you when you need don't to invent specific theme
3: parks for specific
1: right, joke of purposes, don't stare um, at the sun. Scott is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I can't do too much math here. It's not fair to the show we all love. You yeah.
0: can't uh, just call out prime numbers like <laughs> mathematician Alley <laughs> over
1: here, math magician. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so uh, before we get into the synopsis of the episode, um, what what about this episode makes it stand out to you. Why? Why this one?
3: Um, I remember it. I'm I'm a big season seven and and eight head and a big Oakley Weinstein yes head yes, now we i've corrected. learned from sitting here that's good to know but
0: he's so he's chill. so cool about it he never corrected <laughs> okay. us yeah.
3: for a whole episode <laughs> no you no heard? for, for many, years many <laughs> <laughs> oh more than that
0: it wasn't until i heard it on um i heard him in a different interview i think i was revisiting some of the um commentary episodes and i was or the episodes with commentary and he said you know weinstein i was like and, and i was like, Josh did. Have we been saying your name wrong this whole time, and you never said anything? He's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, it does matter. You're so important to us. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he just likes being called upon. <laughs> I know. Now,
3: I, I, I refuse anything except for Gardner.
1: Yeah, it's got to be
3: proper, or don't say it at all. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: you heard well, it I'm here a first.
3: About wow, this. what a scoop! Um, uh, we if you hadn't said it right, I would have stormed out this door. Oh no! <laughs> we have Please
0: similar. Uh, yeah, Gertz. People say. GOERTS or gorts or they sometimes throw a gortez. Mm. Um.
2: <laughs> <Dan> <laughs> when, gortez. when they're feeling peppery. I once peppery. Got goats, yeah. Ooh. <laughs>
0: actually, I had someone leave a comment on uh, some video of mine, or actually it was Twitter. They said, I thought your name was Allie Goats. It's not. I'm unfollowing you now. <laughs> I was like, I like that you know what you like. Yeah, <laughs> what a way to live your life.
1: Life in the fast lane. Well,
3: but but I also, guess
0: you can't read. <laughs> goats
3: with a Z is a pretty like edgy attitude laden name, a- and I you know what goats
1: what. with an R I think is really
3: <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah it's very goats cool. with an
1: R that's like your diva one woman show goats with an R <laughs>
0: uh, I'm sorry Scott so what about this episode uh, the episode yeah it's a stand <laughs> um, I,
3: I just uh, um, to me it was the show was in such a, a creative stride at that time and it was so I, I just think they had the the mix right of uh you know there were earlier seasons where maybe there was there was more heart but less jokes and less pure speed of of uh insanity and ideas thrown at you mm-hmm. and then you could you could maybe say although everything through you know everything up till season seven is wonderful but maybe a slightly weaker episode might be such a flurry of jokes that there's no heart really and and uh, and I think season 7 and 8 had the right mixed there are episodes that are so joke packed but also the the characters are represented and there's and there's very sweet moments you think about you know uh uh the mother simpson homer staring uh, up at uh, the God. sky at the end of that, uh. that. there's so many just yeah right. like sweet moments in episodes that are otherwise just like full of insanity yeah. this one's a pretty just full of insanity episode there's no real room for <laughs> the hearts <laughs> in it per se but still it was just like in such that that stride run and i i and i remember Very specifically, watching this one with my parents being so delighted. I was, I kind of liked presidents specifically as a kid and kind of the culture surrounding presidents and you know and this this one was the first one uh, with a cat and this one played the banjo <laughs> right and right I, like just innocent uh, president culture for some reason I, I like I loved that that mediocre presidents yeah. song same here
0: of, yeah yeah, yeah. It's not so... me
1: guys I think it's bad oh uh, yeah well <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I was about to say I kind of mourned that feeling around or like the folksiness around presidents and presidential <laughs> figures were of no, course in a different age you know they're not these old coots that you know we kind of poke fun at for being so bland like Uh gone uh are the days of you know al gore celebrate good times come on i will (laughs) Uh, i guess it's still here but it's it's just very different and and so yeah i'm with you i think that it's and they've always had like a very fun like you know playful poking of presidential figures political figures um Mm -hmm. and in this you know a lot of the critical reception was just how nonpartisan their treatment of you know george bush was in this it it just was more about him being an old crank
3: yeah it's entirely his his personality and 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 i guess playing off of the real life controversy yes where he while bush was president he strangely jabbed at the Simpsons and this line about uh America would be a much better place if more families were like the Waltons and less like the Simpsons. Right. And so the idea that they would then make light of that in a couple a couple years later but not in this aggressive jabby yeah. way just it, just in a a relaxual grouch it felt it felt, right, it felt right. very very playful and uh, uh I also very I very specifically remember I mean I was always excited on Monday morning to go into school and quote mm-hmm. all my favorite stuff but Boy, was I excited to talk to anyone else who had seen it about the 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 Gerald Ford
1: tag yeah.
3: at the end. I, I that's I one of my favorite things. Ever. Quoted, it's so good. Do you like football? Do you like <laughs> Do you nachos? Like nachos? <laughs> yeah. Mm, uh, so
0: <clears throat> uh, I believe we talked about it on the show before, but just that letter. Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it's so great. So the the Barbara Bush. Uh, letter and with the way that Marge responds uh, I'm going to read it just in case anyone mm-hmm, hasn't said mm-hmm. it. It's also, we have a chapter about this in our book which Ooh, is coming out. called in one,
1: September.
0: September. It's uh, 100 <laughs> Things Simpsons Fans Must Know and Do Before They Die. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this letter uh, is Barbara Bush's response. It says Dear Marge, how kind of you to write. I'm glad you spoke your mind. I foolishly didn't know you had one. I am looking for uh, looking at a picture of you depicted on a plastic cup with your blue hair filled with pink birds peeking all over. Evidently you and your charming family, Lisa, home Homer, Bart and Maggie are camping out. It's a nice family scene. Clearly you are setting a good example for the rest of the country. Please forgive a loose tongue. Warmly, Barbara Bush. P.S. Homer looks like a handsome fella. <laughs> there are a lot of weird things about this. One, that cup is not canon. <laughs> no. No. Come on.
1: What? I have a couple coffee mugs that are similarly non-canon. I think I've mentioned it before. Uh, there's one with Marge holding up a plate of like some gray gruel-looking uh, food and she goes, "I made it myself." I love that so it's much. It's so good. Uh, but uh, th- I think it's funny because obviously
0: when Barbara Bush is saying, like, I didn't know you had one. She's saying, like, I was treating you like a cartoon because you're fictional and not this character. Mm-hmm. But if she's treating it just like Marge Simpson, the woman, it's like, I didn't know you had a brain. <laughs> like It's <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> There's a lot of layers to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's uh, such an interesting, bizarre thing that a president uh, or a first lady would respond to a cartoon. It's crazy. Now yeah. it's less crazy because it's th- like proto The president is a cartoon man. Whoa! But like- <laughs>
2: wait a minute! Hold no No questions! <laughs> <laughs> controversial
3: take.
1: <laughs> well, he
3: does take time to criticize every single
1: late night show. Yeah, I guess like a most recent analog of this would be um, Trump tweeting to Jimmy Fallon like, be a man. <laughs> yeah. After he expressed remorse over humanizing Trump during the campaign. <laughs> But, oh, again, like looking back to yesteryear, how quaint this is compared to what we're dealing with now. Absolutely. You, you guys
3: don't know offhand if there's been any trump Simpsons reference for any because there there's that phrase there's a tweet for everything and he would oh. just like run his mouth about uh you know Kristen Stewart for no reason there yeah. was no he never tweeted like season 24 was weak like, <laughs> as far as you know well
1: I know that they depicted him in I forget which episode but it was like later him yeah the running... one where,
0: where that image of Lisa that people were using to say that she, like, Hillary is Lisa like mm-hmm. you know there's a there's a version where Trump was running for president and Lisa uh
2: what oh,
3: is. and it's kind of but, Hillary care or something?
0: Yeah, but as we were talking about, this was, is this was way back in the day, so this is a moment of, like, the Simpsons predicted Trump being president, mm-hmm. but Al Jean was explaining, and, and other people have said, like, it's like, well, there was a time where they, he was talking about running for president in the 90s, so it's, yeah. like, actually not that crazy of a thing. This has kind of been an idea of his for a while now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just kind of picked who would be the most ludicrous, but I don't know, in terms of your question, has Trump ever actually tweeted about the Simpsons? I don't know how I'd feel if he was just like, the golden years are uh, four to eight. I'd be like, he's right though <laughs> he's right I, though that's the one trump
1: tweet that i would uh look forward to it, i'd make a bowl of popcorn yeah and just if, num, trump, num, if
0: trump ever tweets <laughs> uh like the ratio best to watch The Simpsons is 4-3, not sixteen nine. I'd be like, he's so... I, you guys, God, this sucks. today, my president. My president. Every other day, Today's not my, day. President. Wide my president.
3: The widescreen aspect ratio cuts off jokes and makes <laughs> high lines bizarre.
1: The shadows added in the flash animation do not add added texture. I, I long for the painterly quality.
3: <laughs> the purple would... trees are fun and kooky. I uh, change them to brown?
0: People say Conan gets all the credit, and I agree. He only wrote in on a couple episodes. God, Trump is so good about this one thing.
1: Okay, so let's take he a... He would be the mayor of Shelbyville. <laughs> uh, let's
0: take a quick break, and then we're going to get into this episode. Yes. And we're going to have the time of our lives. And...
1: Rolling. The news today is terrible, so why not forget about it while listening to Jonah Radio uh, with Cash Hartzell.
4: Hey, everybody. Featuring Neil Mahoney.
1: Also me. This is a podcast where we play music submitted by a listener. We hang out, we listen to new tunes, and uh, we take submissions at Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com. Come and check us out. We're here anyway. Yeah, we'll be here. And that's it. Back to your regularly scheduled uh, podcast.
0: Okay, we're back. Oh, what a great break! Oh, I love that break. Very That's relaxing. good. I checked, and Trump said none of those
1: things, oh. so I don't have to worry about it today. <laughs> oh, for you, you know,
3: forced <laughs> to agree with him. The, the day
1: that the I, issue. yeah, I, I just want a closed narrative of him, of him being him. I don't want to learn that I have to like him for some sort of degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although you know,
0: I recently was so lucky, and I got to watch, uh, I got to be at a very small house and watch Obama speak, and it was Whoa. very cool, and I felt very, mm-hmm. very lucky. And he said something of the lines of just like, if what you're doing doesn't result in sacrifice, you could do more. Oh, and yeah. So if Trump does ever tweet that the best ratio is four three, which I have always gone on record for, I will start watching it in 69. That's how much I <laughs> care about
1: democracy. <laughs> uh, well, shall we talk about this episode? We've. You know, been been kind of skipping around, having a great old time, but we're here to talk about Two Bad Neighbors, you guys. And for people that haven't um, watched this episode in a while, what we like to do on our show, Scott, is um, we read the, this is only for you, uh, we read um, the uh, synopsis from Wikipedia, ice cold. Cool. Could be good, could be bad. Okay. Maybe you can help and fill in the blanks if there happen to be blanks.
3: You mean with no like, uh, judgment or embellishment, is that what you're saying? Meaning
1: I'm opening this page for the first time. Oh, I see. You haven't read it at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. so we don't know. Okay. Um, you're not
3: going to read it mean or something. <laughs> oh, <no.
1: laughs> in the episode! Yeah, I really have it for those nerds that are not being paid. Um, in the episode, George H.W. Bush, the 41st President of the United States. Ah. Mm. Voiced in the episode by Harry Shearer. Thank you. Moves into the house across the street from the Simpson family. Yeah. Anything to add?
3: <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, hey, well, yeah, that's that sums it up pretty yeah. well.
1: Yeah, more or less. There's uh-huh. no B story to this episode.
0: Well, okay. unless you count uh, whatever is going on with Disco Stew. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Planting the, the seed of a revolution. The birth of Disco Stew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's just get into it then because, okay. you know, it'll all unfold naturally. Um, so the episode, as we know, starts with uh, Homer watching TV and we find out that there's going to be this uh, uh, Grand National of sand castles. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, there's the all of our sponsors, as we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say, like, all that stuff is normally there, but now we have to make way <laughs> for the painstaking sand preparation. <laughs> you get Homer uh, being very bored and, you know, complaining to Marge. And Marge is just like, why don't you read a book? And he's just like, because I'm deliberately trying to not be bored. Yeah. And uh, this conversation reminds me a lot of, like, I was definitely not allowed to say I was bored in the house. Like, oh. were you, were you guys? Did you have these types of parents? It, you were not allowed no. to say I'm bored. And if you did ever say I'm bored, it's like, well, then why don't you do some chores? Like, that was Whoa. kind of the household that I lived in. Like, no. you could not say you're bored. Because they're just like, either read a book or entertain yourself or shut up.
1: <laughs> like, I think I was always, like, in the backyard creating a play with, sure. like, woodland creatures. Yeah, exactly. Not <laughs> woodland, but you know. Like, I think I was always... Like, like tra la my peach tree exactly yeah never bored but I was uh, I grew up in uh, with my single mom raising me and um, she was very adamant about like no video games and stuff like that so I had that going sure but oh, I am gotcha. what about you Scott
3: um I my mom would probably try to insert extra learning <laughs> into any free time I had mm. like I've I've realized like wait I did like sort of optional summer school that she just made me do to keep me on track <laughs> during the summer.
0: That's like Millhouse with his uh, instructor when the PTA yeah. is yeah.
3: time, <laughs> And the, the little Marge's classroom in the garage. Uh, oh, sister, yeah. the, the Johnny Tremaine thing, I, I related to that oh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, um, I also, this isn't quite on that topic, but my mom was a, like, I, I feel like she the of the, uh, the church moms, I was raised pretty Catholic, and I feel like the other church moms... Uh, t- encouraged her to keep me away from the simpsons and I, I i think there was a minute where she did but once she actually watched it she realized w- what is so bad about this Hell and it's, yeah. there's a depth there's a depth of reference it's educational on some level why is this so morally objectionable and i credit my mom with like seeing past the the other church moms and i remember going to other people's houses and they couldn't watch the simpsons right. and like you're kidding. I, you poor. I know. <laughs> you poor, deprived child. Yeah. Uh,
0: it teaches you so much mm-hmm. about uh, being a person in general uh, on top of like all the bonuses of like how to be funny and exactly. you know mm-hmm. have
1: something to talk about. Well, it goes back to what we touched upon earlier with the controversy of the Bushes versus the Simpsons. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, first, Barbara Bush said in some interview that the Simpsons was the dumbest thing she's ever seen, yes. which guarantees that she had never seen yeah, it. Yeah, she
0: never looked in the mirror. Whoa!
2: Oh what! Oh no!
1: All these years later, fucking <laughs> sick burn.
0: Um, no. Rest in peace, Barbara Bush. <laughs> oh shit! Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. am
0: um, <laughs> Sorry, Barbara.
2: Seemed
3: generally nice uh, or something. Uh, uh, mostly, it, uh, There's no way to know. But she's,
0: she's nice in this episode. You know what? Yes, I, yes I will she's say very Angel, not, grandmotherly.
1: not to speak for uh, the late first lady Barbara Bush, but I think she would have appreciated a sick burn like the one that you just laid out. I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, well, Sunday, good it, good, no, good no, no, no. writing. Ooh. <laughs> So
3: 9/11. 9- oh, yeah, no. don't forget she raised a very two bad, bad boys, side, yeah. Two, yeah. Bad
1: <laughs> two bad neighbors, two bad neighbors. Well, I was going to say that uh, you know, like that whole it, it shocks me especially like with what is out there now. Um, you know, comparing to like there is a wholesomeness to the Simpsons and and something that is like so pure and and so great like it's it's not dumb in the sense of like hear some toilet flushing bullshit which was like all over Fox at the time. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah,
3: very odd that it got that rap. And that's yeah. where like I don't know. If you're gonna if you're gonna be upset that Samantha B said the feckless aye, thing. Aye, whatever. Aye, like, aye. like like I get if you're offended by that word or you're mock offended by that word, I get the little logic in there, although I disagree with it. But like I I I always say things where people are upset about the idea of the thing right. that's been sold to them and if you right. look into it it's not true and The Simpsons I think fell victim to that yeah. so thoroughly but only briefly I think it made it out uh, uh, you know by 91 people were not did not think The Simpsons was some moral scourge Right? what, right. what a I, weird era in it the was show's history it was such a weird
1: era I think because it was um, such a disruption into like the primetime landscape and animated landscape like there was no other show that we had seen like this and the only previous example that could you know possibly compare was The Flintstones yeah, so, you right. know, it's it's different and shocking in that way that they gave as much thought and heart to these characters and allowed them to have like, you know, Hellraiser antics with Bard and other things that were kind of like, I guess, sacrilege or subversive. But in the end, if you actually paid attention to a Simpsons episode, you would see that their, you know, goals and integrity were very moralistic. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was recently, so we were recently talking about how Marge is uh, 34 years old and that Homer <laughs> yeah. ranges from like 36 to 40, depending on what episode, but generally 38. And how Jay Sherman is 36 and how yeah. upsetting Whoa. this is. But then also I was thinking about it. And I, I'm pretty sure Fred Fl- Flintstone's probably 24 because like <laughs> the, the life expectancy of cavemen at the time was like Which is 25. my favorite kind of joke <laughs> for things uh, like but that.
1: Anyway, uh, so... <laughs> Bernie is 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In, uh, He's chocolate. And and yeah, we touched (laughs) upon it in a previous episode, but it is something that, like, that is its own quarter-life crisis or existential crisis of, like, realizing that you are now as old or older than these fictional characters. Like, being... When I reach, like, Marge's age and I've not done... As much as, as I As much hope. as Marge is done. As much as Marge is done <laughs> in her life starring on a show for 30 seasons, then I'm going to feel like a failure. Do you think Marge is an actress who plays Marge Simpson? <laughs> Listen, we don't need to get into it. This is a real sub-episode. If we still had our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: more, it's a, if you're going by regular show logic or by behind the laughter yes. logic, right? it depends yeah. on which you consider canon. Yeah. behind the laughter invalidate all the rest of the series? Yes.
0: <laughs> behind the, the, the laughter is non-canon. the only one who's right. You yeah. strike it from the record. Uh, so basically, uh, the Homer's bored. He decides that he's going to go check out the neighborhood. Uh, uh-huh. We're talking about how great Evergreen Terrace is. So you, you walk by Apu cleaning his car, mm-hmm. uh, singing Dream Police. And I love uh, his yeah. rendition. That's so Oh, it's fun. so good.
3: And what, a, his asshole car is really I delightful. What like a
0: Trans Am, I think. And yeah. uh, he asks them, just like, what any of you want? Like a, like a hosing with my, you know, just like a, a, playful, a, a hosing? playful
1: hosing. And it's like, spray the boy. Yeah, <laughs> Well, Homer, also has a mission Marge has said to him in a very parent-like way like well if you're bored well then why don't you hand out flyers for the rummage sale so Uh, we're kind of planting the seed for that. Uh The rummage sale. And it's all kind of
3: I feel like Evergreen Terrace had probably been called out uh, before this but it did uh, kind of solidify the the pride not just in Springfield but in this this specific street which I think is very uh, adorable and like crucial for the episode. I think this episode does a good job of like Um, to set the stakes for the George Bush interaction you have to know that Evergreen Terrace is an important little community and that Homer is a star of the community and they do a good job of like ramping all this up not Ham fistedly, mm-hmm. uh, and through very fun scenes, and not just explaining it in a boring expository way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh,
0: I, I also love the line. It's like, well, if you love it so much, why are you always littering? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <This> it's easy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we 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 get a uh, you get the rummage sale, um, and uh, I, I also like checking in on Apu of just saying, just like, yeah. oh, you know, <laughs> uh, I I'm just going to be here until the m- malfunctioning squishy machine is fixed. And you see that the entire quickie mart is just like drowning. It's so good. Guys, and then Jimbo just coming
1: in to loot, which I think is so funny. It's so silly. It's, I mean, it's just like a fun little visual gag, and I love like Jimbo being Jimbo in this moment. Absolutely. <laughs> uh,
0: so as they're kind of uh, passing out these flyers, uh, they they notice that there's a new house, mm-hmm. uh, very large, not like the other houses. Uh, She's like, "Where did this get? Pe- Where did this get here?" And you know, Bart's is like, "It's like across the street. <laughs> like, how have you not noticed this?" And uh, Homer is just like, "Oh, what a." Big Big shot, too. You know, like uh, too rich to buy a house or whatever. He's like yelling. He's like, "Who are you yelling at?" (laughs) It's just like the guy who's going to live here eventually.
1: Yeah, I love that um, that take from uh, Bart. Like the read of it is really funny Mm -hmm. and very adult. Where he's like, "Who are you talking to, Homer?" (laughs) Yeah, you know, (laughs) it's very fun. Where's
3: the, uh, the 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 what becomes the burlesque house? Is that also across the street? Are there multiple, like, ornate homes? in the homes? neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Okay, yeah. that one's not. Okay, one, I, I might have been confused. Right, that right. All if
1: one were drawing a map, uh, which one is not mm-hmm. in this room, um, one could surmise uh, that um, this house and the burlesque house exists in its own, like, old-timey historic you know uh, conservancy district oh or sure something.
3: there was like a 1900 zone of evergreen yeah
1: yeah yeah or like uh again hey shout out to our la listeners and there's the section of i think like historic houses uh off the 110 near highland park or ah, something Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course yes
0: of course uh, so basically homer and marge are kind of going through some stuff that they want to get uh, rid of uh, of those items is the uh, the rhinestone maker, Done. yeah, uh, and uh, and we finally get that disco stew introduction, which is such. We, uh, you talked about it last time, I think. Maybe, yeah. Just this idea of a character that was created to uh, facilitate a joke. Basically, Homer has this jacket, and he's like, "Who's disco stew?" He's like, oh, I was supposed to say disco stud." And mm-hmm. later on, we get that payoff that he is actually a real character but he was so funny that he just comes back as this recurring guy who has his own hopes yeah. and dreams it's such an interesting
1: yeah uh it's such an interesting thing I love the kindness of that, and I, I'm going to choose that it's a kindness to giving that character more of a backstory than a uh, desperate need for filling more episode orders that the Simpsons <laughs> ha- had.
3: Anything with meat on the bone I'm must gonna, be exactly. Is there another good example of that? Like, is I, I, I feel like uh, Cletus is kind of a yeah, one joke character, so. and they when he's introduced the first time, they they say. It's something about being gawked at by a bunch of slack-jawed yokels yes. and Flea disappears and then they use that phrase again in his theme song later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it, b-
0: uh, Bart uh, they brought back uh, after he did well in the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. he was just invented like, for a they single show. Like they him, yeah. It
3: just so you could say, don't have a cow man yeah. and then they, yeah, they kept yeah. going <laughs> with it. <laughs> well, really,
1: this started as a t-shirt business Yeah, um, and then they scaled oh, it back and came... they wrote a show around it.
3: That came first. It's yeah. like the Care Bears where it was like right. a merchant or Teddy Ruxpin it was a merchandise yeah. endeavor and then
1: they Made more you know, stuff. The thing, the thing that always works out, that's <laughs> how The Simpsons started. Uh,
0: so at this point, basically, the rummage sale is going on. Uh, Ned is hosting. He's got a cute little, like, uh, portable microphone situation. Yeah, it's so he's, cute. Uh, he's being very tame and very, you know, mild mannered and goes up to uh, what is the name of the older lady who has the uh, candy dish?
1: Oh, I forget. I mean, she was um, Bart helped her out one episode. Sure, yeah. Well, I for now, her name is uh, Old Lady Candy Dish.
0: Yep. Uh, so and she's like, "Oh, we got a candy dish, ninety dollars." She's like, "And I'm sure you could put other things in here,
1: just candy, ninety dollars." <laughs> and I love the way that she's grabbing the mic from Flanders' hand, and is I just love like a real crotchety old bitty. Oh, sure How about you guys? <laughs> oh, definitely.
0: That's that um, a genre I. A I a so, yeah. uh, while watching uh, the scene of Marge trying to sell the motorized tirack to Skinner, I was thinking to myself, "I bet Julia likes this." Say, <laughs> <laughs> I bet Julia's laughing right now. <laughs> Somebody out there?
1: I'm not even gonna ask why. <laughs> I'm just gonna say you're right.
0: It's uh it's it's a wonderful. I like the two characters. Uh, I like Marge and Skinner together. I feel like you, you didn't don't see too. that enough. Uh, they're similar mm-hmm. in their. Uh, they're, stodginess and yeah. setting their
3: way, and a lot of like great particular. mundanity comedy yeah, comes exactly. from both of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're like you know the opposite of the Odd Couple. Like they're, yeah. they're pretty similar. I love it.
1: <laughs> uh, I just love. I love. Skinner and his like yeah the boringness of Skinner um, I, I feel like you know the best way to describe Skinner and, and I forget exactly which episode this is but that he is the diet caffeine free Dr. Pepper of people. Yeah oh yeah. He's just so great. Or just him
0: having his decision of which uh, laundry detergent uh, yeah. is still one of my favorite things but so basically in this, t- this tie rack scene uh, it's a, a motorized tie rack, Yeah uh, so loud so loud Marge takes out the motors. Like, well then it just you know it's, it's they're they're motionless you can't even see the ones in the back it's like well i only have one tie anyway uh <laughs> i'm gonna go and he comes back have you sold the tie rack yet yeah, <laughs> it's,
1: it's such a great back and
0: forth uh, so basically at this point uh homer takes over adds some pep shows mm-hmm. uh what scott was talking about about kind of he's the hero of evergreen terrace i believe that they actually even say like you're the king of you're, evergreen terrace uh and we have that clip so let's hear that now
4: uh hey ned let me help you with that Everybody, who thinks Flanders should shut up? So, anyone here from Evergreen Terrace? I think this is the best neighborhood in town. Anybody agree with me? You're the king, Homer! King of the neighborhood! Say, that Ayatollah thinks he's better than America. Is he right? Yes. Well... For only $5, you could suck it to him in style! Right here! And for the man who has everything, a TIE rack motor! I'll take that. Hey, Big Spender!
0: I hate this. I've always hated it.
4: <laughs> you hate I
0: Surrender? Ben it's this. too cheesy for you. I hate it, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Table <sighs> 5, though. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Table five. Table five. Uh, well, the Table Five joke, that's when Disco Stew was hanging out. That that just reminds me of the Wayne's World line of like, uh, well, let Zeppelin didn't write tunes that everybody liked. They left that to the Bee Gees. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, there's something about that that I always kind of was like, ugh. <laughs> like, it's kind I of to the Bartman to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I. Uh, Choir
3: uh, group singing is. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's a little cheese ball. I like that. Uh, Wiggum has keyboard skills. <laughs> yeah, well, he used to be in
0: uh, the B sharps. You know, he's oh, got yeah. a I'm oh, sure yeah. they considered this. Uh, let's actually take a quick
4: break. Hey there, folks. I'm writer and performer Dave Holmes, and I host International Waters. Where we pair a team of comedians in L.A. against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture trivia battle royale. Comedians like Josie Long. I worry that it makes me seem like I'm 80 years old. But I hurt my
1: knee and it is just on the mend. And I can't tell you how delightful that feels.
4: (laughs) If I want to walk down some stairs, I just go for it now. (laughs) (laughs) Michaela Watkins. We have a country where, like... Our leaders actually deny global warming. So we are going to have more beachfront property than any other nation. I mean, it's going to shrink our country in half, but it's okay. But that's just more yeah. beach. And many more. Join us every other week on International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it on maximumfund.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: back from a break. Hey! Uh, we forgot to tell you what we were going to do on the break, and frankly, we don't want you to know. Mm. It's a secret. No. Uh, what's not a secret, oh <coughs> let me boy. figure out where this is going.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that. I love it when Homer building... is not happy when the new neighbor arrives.
1: <laughs> oh, Allie, like Allie I love it when you build the bridge <laughs> you're walking on. <laughs> uh,
3: you made it just in time.
2: Yeah. So,
1: of course,
0: we, 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 I would be remiss to not say the line that we all know and love, which is when uh, the, the stew jacket is shown. His yes. friend says, hey, you should get that. Of course, Disco Stew doesn't advertise.
1: We all know this. You all know this.
0: (laughs) We love it. We love it. <laughs> the, the the
3: one person who the jacket is for, he's literally the reason the joke exists. Yeah. Still doesn't want the yeah. jacket. <laughs>
2: Have
3: I, you heard the thing on the commentary how there was like this other version of of Disco Stew who was they made him like kind of a sad haggard yes, yeah. aging Travolta right and Phil Hartman tried to voice it and it was a rare event of him not knocking it out of the park just because it was like muddy whatever they were trying to do and then they went with
1: That's so full funny.
3: on I, disco. Hero. I heard that he
1: wasn't available. Maybe that was the kinder way to. Oh, they that. said he
3: tried the first version, and they were like, uh, you know, this. Uh, th- I don't know what this is. Let's just make him like a silly, right, poppy, right. full. like uh, He's not older. He's just an out-of-time disco man, and he yeah. would, then he was Out not of available. Out-of-time disco man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the name he's, of my he's, novel. <laughs> he's an Austin Powers. He's a, plucked from history. Whoa, uh, doesn't Simpsons age He's
1: dead there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Simpsons did it first. One Sorry, of my other my, my favorite <laughs> disco stew jokes um, is when he has the goldfish in his shoes, oh, and yeah. they're dead. <laughs> Goldfish are dead. I know. I can't get the battle. <laughs> the trends I remember finding continue. That, yeah, I, f- I remember finding that particularly funny as a kid. There was something that was like really goofy and absurd about it.
0: Yeah, dead fish and a man's hey! goldfish. Oh, wait. Jesus Christ. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. <Fish>
2: <laughs> you know man's what man's
0: else voice. will fuck? Okay. No! Uh, <laughs> George Bush. <laughs> uh, so basically when this is happening, everybody leaves because uh, the house has been sold. And uh, you see that George Bush has come... And we know that because he comes out and says, hi, my name is George Bush. So uh, he looked exactly like him, but the the first and last name was very helpful to those Mm -hmm, who maybe don't mm -hmm. know, including me as a child.
3: Former president. Former president.
2: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's such
3: a funny that they don't. It's that he didn't explain his credit and <laughs> yeah, that's why it. former <laughs> President George that's one of the, that's a really good like Walla joke and the one we just played the uh, oh, is he I better than it. America yes
1: <laughs> um, yeah. there's, no. I love a good I Simpsons love a good Walla guy. joke
2: yeah, yeah Yeah.
1: I think that they're I mean it's it's such a great way to inject an added little like goofy throwaway line yes and it builds the world too it adds texture it's fun
3: even people we don't see have very distinct personalities and those things are great because you maybe don't even I forgot about that I told. One. those are the things you don't catch until viewing four or five or 20. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, So, So basically the conceit of the rest of the episode is that Bart and Homer uh, become very uh, quick enemies to George Bush mm-hmm. and uh, when they first see that he's, you know, they're kind of leering through the window um, and you, you get Lisa kind of explaining who he is and, uh, you know, it's like, I wouldn't have voted for him but it's cool to have a celebrity in the town and she's like, I didn't vote for him. Who did vote for him? It's like, you didn't vote at all. <laughs> and, and yeah. uh, basically, uh, th- there's a clip right now that is going to kind of set up the relationship that's to come of, of Rod and Todd uh, kind of uh, s- setting, s- the setting the stage. So yeah. let- let's listen to
4: that clip. Howdly doodly there, President Bush. Or should I say, President Neighbor? I'm Ned Flanders, and this is Maud, Rod, and Todd. And Howdly doodly yourself there, Ned. This is my wife, Barbara. Call her Bar. Would you like some lemonade? Tip top notch. Oakily doakily. Thankily dankily great delicious. scrub diddler Fine, Fine and, and dandy, dandy, dandy like sour candy. candy. Bar's a whiz with cold drinks, aren't you, Bar? Don't understand lemonade myself. Not my forte.
1: What brings you to Springfield? Well, George and I just wanted to be private citizens again. Go where nobody cared about politics. So we found the town with the lowest voter turnout in America.
4: Just happy to be here among good, average people with no particular hopes or dreams. But, Mr. President, we're not all good people. There's one little boy you should watch out for. He's a bad, bad little boy. Yeah,
3: why? yeah the odd, <laughs> we're not all good people. They so feel <laughs> obliged, these children, yeah. to say that there is a bad boy. Little bad, boy bad little, little boy in
1: town. Just to um, end the term, bad little boy. <laughs> it's a
3: bad little Lay, boy. Ay, ay, ay.
1: I love the reveal, and of course it makes total sense of Flanders and President Bush being precisely the same. Oh,
0: sure. Oh, yeah. It's uh hey, so fun. And
3: uh, much uh, appreciation to the uh, vocal work of Harry Shearer. On I that.
2: know. Unbelievable. To
3: say the same lines uh, on top of each other, and, and what a thin line to thread, and to yeah. have them be different and have it to where a viewer maybe doesn't know that they are the same person Absolutely. Yeah, he really uh uh I have a lot of respect for him in general and that he's like able to I don't know there's like there's like a stock verbose announcer guy way of talking uh uh that he could just uh, uh, a less gifted performer could just stick with their one way of doing that and he can like thread the needle between every type of newscaster and every uh, uh, every president every mm-hmm. I, I saw a sketch when he was on SNL where he did he did an Alan Thick impression it <laughs> was so just like razor sharp accurate yeah and Alan Thick is a really like yeah how do you do that impression <laughs> but he, he did it right right uh, yeah love Terry Sherry as a kid still yeah that seems oh yeah. Amazing. he's yeah. also best.
0: like as a kid if you're like a comedy nerd like Knowing that he's also a Spinal Tap and also like all these different things, just kind of like this magical man. <laughs> I <laughs> he's, know he's every he's in everything that I love. Mm-hmm. Same with Chris Guest, because and he's in Princess Bride, and you're just like he's everywhere. Like these people are everywhere. Impressions oh, could-
1: always blow my
3: mind yeah yeah when you when you get the sense that uh, uh that there's these like cool little pockets and wait this guy's down with those people and yeah, right. exactly right that's, right uh, yeah yeah you grow up wanting to have one of those yourself if, yes. if you can yeah uh, everybody's trying everybody's
0: trying everybody's <laughs> disgusting i just love sheer
1: <laughs> i just love uh knowing McKeown. people are friends yes <laughs> that's yeah. something that i, yeah, I, I quite too. enjoy people
3: who make fun stuff they they're friends too
1: yeah. Well, because warming. I think that especially from a kid's POV, like all your life is friends. And so when you uh, are thinking about what your adult life's going to be and, you know, there is this very archaic image now of, um, you know, you go grow up, you get a job, you go to an office, you do this and it's hell. But then, you know, as a kid watching The Simpsons and learning about comedy and seeing that, like... People can have fun, and people can do you know many different things to make a living um, in comedy. And the fact that they can continue to do it with their friends, I don't know. It's something that's so pure and great.
2: But being
3: friends and having a rapport is almost crucial to good comedy. I know uh, uh, <laughs> makes it like well, that's a profession I want exactly. to get in on. Yeah, yeah, it's very inspiring.
0: Well, you know, knowing that friends are so important, you must understand how upset Homer is when <laughs> <and> his friends <laughs> start jogging with Bush.
2: And so, exactly. there's, this, there's
0: this moment where he's in the hammock uh, next to Santa's little helper. And and is, you know, complaining, kind of muttering to himself, just like, oh, they're phony, sucking up to Bush. And then uh, Stan's little helper totally just joins the crowd, runs off. And uh, Homer says to himself, barking up the wrong Bush. And then his head says, uh, cleverest thing. There you go, Homer. Cleverest thing you'll ever say. And no one is here to, he- I <laughs> no love, is here to
1: hear it. I love that line to explain it. Yeah. You know, you can tell that they really wanted to make that joke, but it's not within the character voice. So right. there they have that save.
0: Yeah. So, it's so great. Basically, the the next part of the episode is Bart being a bad little boy. So uh, Bart uh, kind of prances into the house, and throughout the episode, says "Hello, Mr. Bush," (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like a very Dennis the Menace. Like this is this is exactly the type of episode that a parent who didn't want their kid to see The Simpsons would see and say, "I was right," (laughs) you know. Like this is kind of it feels like a bit of an fu, especially like you know because it's obviously not george bush doing the voice there's a level of like oh well we don't know but it's so so good Mm -hmm. and while there isn't necessarily the most heart in this episode they still kind of like you don't leave thinking that bart's an asshole you leave thinking like okay it's gonna be all right but yeah in this scene in the next couple scenes he's truly the worst i've ever seen him like he's never been worse i don't think than he is to george
1: bush yeah it's just his lack of self-awareness I feel like he's being very purposefully bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's know. true.
3: There's a there's a switch flip because like yeah, Bart stops being such a like bad boy kind of past those the first that doesn't become that doesn't remain the point of Bart necessarily. And yeah, they have to like amp that way up for the purposes of these scenes. But I love how uh, it's a kind of parody. I like where it just it becomes full on. Dennis the the Dennis the Menace sitcom, but it doesn't really announce that it's doing so. Yeah. It just it just subtly is, and only for Act two. That's yes. a cool thing that the Simpsons does. I mean, they've obviously done full episode parodies that are a lot of fun, like 101 Dalmatians. But like that they'll just like and then Act two is is this show. Yeah. And, yeah. And you won't even notice that it became it. And then we're going to get out of mm-hmm. it. Uh, uh, subtly weaved in parody. It's wonderful.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. So some of the things that he does uh, just because, you know, uh you kind of jump back and forth a few times but the things that he does is he, he messes with the electric card shuffler mm-hmm.
2: uh,
0: he uh, going through the photo album I think is very funny it, yeah. uh, it,
1: it's just every there's single there's a lot of great pops of jokes in this sequence
0: yeah every single every single person's like who's that what's his deal why is he there stuff like that Bob calling Moss- George <laughs> yeah.
3: it's a, a reference I still don't know who it is but it doesn't matter is I, I like I'm like I trust that is some boring Bush administration man yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I I really do like uh, him asking how many times are you president? <laughs> just once. <laughs> uh, and I love him saying just like uh, you know bars, a time for dinners. I'm making rice.
1: It'll, It'll be a while. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> so It'll mundane. be a while. I also I wanted to you know quickly touch upon we played it during our clip but um, you know bars a whiz at cold beverages I, I believe that. is the line. I just <laughs> love the specifics that they inject into his character.
0: Absolutely. One of my favorite things is uh is him uh at the Krusty Burger. Basically Homer oh. Homer has one minute left to get this like breakfast item. Uh-huh. Uh and <laughs> basically yeah, Bush is in the bushes in line and it's just like uh Krusty Burger. That doesn't really sound appetizing. Um what types of stews do you have today? <laughs> <laughs> uh that's exactly
1: what he would eat. Yeah, but I love his Secret Service going, uh, why don't you get the cheeseburger sir? And he goes, cheeseburger it's more of a weekend thing <laughs> so
3: he's such a boring man and i think that, that almost probably stem a little from his there was the the thing that got him in trouble or or made, made him seem like a you know like an upper crust elite guy that he he went to a supermarket and he was wowed by the uh the checkout like the bar code oh, scanner yeah. that was a real thing with him yeah. that uh, uh yeah he like what is this thing a robot that counts up <laughs>
2: Items at the grocery
3: store. That's how long it's been right. since he had gone into a grocery wow. store. And then that, uh, you know, that screwed him up. It screwed up him getting reelected. Uh, imagine, imagine that being a thing that would get you not
2: elected president. When, when
1: now, if you're a political figure or, you know, just within that world, you don't drive for years. And so yeah. you are kind of like, it's a given that you are cut off from, you know, everyday living like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if only. it uh, was a better time. Oh.
3: We want a regular, relatable guy who shits in gold, gold toilets oh, and God. lives on top of a tower.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I do love the ideas of uh, the the uh, you know the the presidential pajamas that you have to. Uh, you could only get them if you're president, and you're not president. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, I I love that Bart is also asking for candy, and Barbara offers to make cookies, and and under his breath, he's just like, I can't remember the last time she made cookies for me. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, there's also like a very small moment and I know we don't have time to go through every single line uh, so please uh, you know go go through the ones that you love the most but I really like when uh, he's asking Homer's asking Marge it's like you know would you love me more if I was president and she says as long as the car is full of gas I'm happy and oh. he says well she can always count on that and then you get this like very like suspenseful music dun, dun, dun. with a shot of the car
1: <laughs> it's such a funny
0: specific why would Marge say that to him why would she say that and also why is it a fear like everything about it is so great uh, and, and then of course I remember this very well from childhood just because it was so scary of uh, of the memoirs getting yeah. uh, screwed up uh, but I, I also love uh the last line of his memoir is just kind of like, uh, and that's why there was no need for a second term. I know. <laughs> I achieved all my goals
3: in the first. And then he finishes it and still says, good, good. memoirs. Good. Not great. He's so just dry and humble. Yeah. And I I like in general that the, the like, it's, Bart becomes this very, like, tame 60s kind of prank kid and the things bush is doing are such like contrived sitcom he's writing his memoirs and he's speaking at the elks club (laughs) they're just such on the nose what a stodgy man Mm -hmm. would be doing and then that sequence of them getting torn up by the motor and that it cuts outside, and you do it all with silhouette, or it's a lot of great. it with silhouette. It's so much fun. And according to the commentary, Brad Bird uh, contributed to the storyboarding oh, man. of that. Oh, anytime oh, he
1: comes in, I know. Yeah, I don't know very... a ton about like he's so What
3: his role was past the early years, but I, but I that, that's one where you oh that makes so much sense. It's such a fun dynamic sequence. You totally see the seeds of everything he's done since. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, great, great zone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So at this point, he spanks him. And, uh, you know, you get that moment of kind of uh, the Simpsons family explaining like, you know, that's not something that we do here. Like that might right. be uh, that is a relic. That is something that we no longer uh, participate in. And Grandpa's saying, "Just like come on, like that is you know I
1: was you haven't been spanked by a president before. I was spanked by Grover and like Cleveland you know, on two con uh, two non consecutive occasions. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: but I love that he's saying, "Just like uh, you know, uh, you're no good. Kids are running wild," and he points to Lisa who's reading a book <laughs> on a beanbag chair. Yeah,
3: that I I is it. so funny. <laughs> a silent cutaway. I also also I think the direction in this episode is fantastic and when it cuts to when there's the very mild spank and it's so mild it almost doesn't register as anything to us the viewer and then it smashes from that to the closest possible shot of Homer saying indignantly he spanked you
2: yeah and,
3: and that'd be a funny moment no matter what but the fact that he, you it goes so close that you feel his rage about this nothing that we saw <laughs> yeah it just, right. just enhances the moment wonderfully. yeah yeah and I love
1: before that like the lead up that uh george bush has where it's like i'm gonna do something that your daddy should have done to you long ago and they do this joke a lot but i love the misdirect of just All right. <laughs> <the> <laughs> softest.
0: Uh, one of the things I love so much is basically uh, Homer's so pissed he, he goes over to the house and uh, his two security guards are just like, sir, what are you doing? He's just like, I'm going to go punch Bush George Bush in the face. Okay, is he is he expecting you? <laughs> <laughs> I love his uh, Secret
1: Service goons.
0: Me too, especially since uh, they stop him from trampling the flowers. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He calls Bush a wimp, at which point they decide, like, all right, let's brawl. And, like, right. you know, then it really gets down you to want it.
1: trouble? I'll get trouble.
0: Uh, I love that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You want trouble? You're going to get trouble. Oh, you're going to get cause it. because
1: I want trouble. Well, you're going to get it. Trouble it is. <laughs> for you.
0: <gasps> I love for you is what pushes over the edge. <laughs>
1: and he just, all Homer
3: can get is this, like, uh, what? just this half so uh d- ah.
2: dumb <laughs> uh
0: so at, at this point there's this lo- the conversation is kind of like well you know Barbara Bush is saying just like why don't you just say that you're sorry and end this and th- he has this very indignant because I'm right right and they both have that and uh and and the next scene is uh just all these different pranks uh I'd love to know uh the 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 pranks that are your favorite at the moment so if either of you want to take it from here cuz they're all so good
1: I do like A good old-fashioned 200-bottle rockets as George Bush is doing toe touches by the window.
2: Because
0: Uh,
1: the setup of him doing toe touches, that's my ASMR Italian kiss. Oh,
0: yeah. I also didn't mention, of course, that this all kicks off with uh, the Two Bad Neighbors banner. Yes! Uh, Mm -hmm. The Two Bad Neighbors banner is excellent because you get Hibbert being confused, being like, or Hibbert and Ned, everyone is kind of like, so, are you saying that you
1: guys are bad neighbors? No, no, that's obviously the the man and the boy. The, <laughs> the name's Bart. Uh, what's, Bart, what's the name of the man? What's the name of the man? It's one of my <laughs> favorites.
3: The man. That, this scene is why, this is the core of why I love the episode. And that drawing. George, yes. the, the real man in the world, George Bush, the president, got out of, Sheet and did yes. a drawing, yeah. and that was as good as it could be. And it's so vague. Yeah. That, they question, is that supposed to be Barbara?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, it's or, God, the designer And Mott, is perfect. Right, right. Oh, yeah, and me. <laughs> I also love the misdirect of him going, like, Oh, I know how to fight back. And he looks at, like, or he picks up a, can, a spray can, and you think it's going to be something like really menacing, and it's this fucking banner. On his
3: own house. Property. Yeah. He doesn't dis- disrupt anything anyone else's property or Homer's and that he doesn't
1: on his own house
0: you're right that's so much funnier
3: and that he doesn't know Homer's name uh, oh, my second choice for an episode was maybe going to be the one where with the uh, Chester Lampwick. the, oh, the other I think onions. that one's still free for your guys. Ooh, uh, uh, I think
0: we've g- talked about that one recently, actually. Oh, I'm, yeah. Oh, maybe since I yeah. together, list. Thanks, probably. Yeah. But
3: I love. I really Paint love in that chicken episode. Coop. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> your okay. Your corn <laughs> muffins were lousy. <laughs> <laughs> but when he, when, uh, when the when what is Kurt Russ? Kurt uh, uh, Douglas, rather, is the guy. Mm. When he said Kirk Douglas, when he says, "Look under the frame, Brad." Yeah. When. when <laughs> <laughs> Since characters don't know each other's names, yeah, when they don't make it's the assumption, so and that's how little he gives a shit about Bart. He's like, I, yeah. I, I think it's Brad or something. There,
1: there are two jokes that play with that. Um- I just enjoy, like, uh, you know, on the reg when people, like, one degree off misname something, you (laughs) know, Um, like, misnaming a movie or misnaming a famous celebrity. Like, it's just, it brings me such delight because there's, like, this weird synapse that fires in my brain. Um, But then also, like, the world building of Simpsons and Springfield and, like, of course they don't fully... Like, two things. Like, they don't know each other. They don't hang out in the way that we assume that they hang out. But then mm-hmm. also, like, they are so dumb that these people that we've known and loved for <laughs> years... Like, Mo, cannot be bothered to remember what Marge's name is or, oh, you know... not right. know her name. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> I love that joke. It's just so great every time. Uh, so I...
0: Uh, speaking of jokes we love, I love when they are pranking... Uh, Bush with the two cutouts uh, saying that it's their son and Barbara Bush just says like uh, oh they probably just want letter of recommendations (laughs) uh, which I thought was a very good jab and then of course this leads to the, the amazing wig uh, which <laughs> it's just so good, <laughs> and where it goes into the elk club.
3: He, he tries to make it into something. He tries to style it into something <laughs> resembling his usual hair. And I love, man. That's I, I think what's in this episode. The boy. I think one of the hardest things probably as a writer is to like make the dry, the dry lines and the setup lines funny as well right. and I don't think I don't think you even have to but the Simpsons always did it and the fact that that speech he's giving is this boring point about I will oppose teen alcoholism in, in all its all forms, forms. Yes. what forms <laughs> why would that Beyond be alcoholism. what a like tepid <laughs> stance that no one could disagree with what yes, a boring place to be his, delivering it
1: yeah but it's in line with his whole like protecting family values thing that mm, you know mm-hmm. that was his big political stance that yeah. led us to this
3: and that's what he's devoting his post-presidency He's life so to is <laughs> defeating
4: teen it's
1: alcohols.
3: So uh,
0: but yeah, him saying like any questions and all the hands raised <laughs> keeping in mind that I already explained about my hair. <laughs> he already explained it. Not that he just won't talk about it. That it came up already. <laughs> so good. And they Whatever still the have questions. The yeah.
1: <laughs> and then we smash cut to uh, President Bush doing donuts on the Simpsons lawn <laughs> and all of the Simpsons watching in <laughs> frozen He must be lost. In shock. <laughs> yeah. He's lost. Sort of uh, yeah. We gotta hit him where he
0: lives his house yes uh so then you get the sewer uh sewer moment uh so uh let's actually hear that clip
4: he thinks george bush will stay out of the sewer he doesn't know george bush hey turkey's behind you for the last time bush apologize for spanking my boy never you make him apologize for destroying my memoirs you didn't tell me you destroyed his memoirs never (laughs) Ah! (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, I love that, and I love uh, when they're preparing for what the prank is going to be. First, uh, they have a box of locusts, uh, which is what they unleash, and then they yeah. say, "Just like, oh, you know, I got
1: it's all in the Bible. It's the prankster's Bible." <laughs> I love that joke so much. Yeah, that should have been one of our sponsors. Damn it, locusts, the, the, Bible, the Bible, the prankster's, the pranksters Bible. <laughs> Bible.
3: The sh- the lighting on George Bush when he fall when he jumps into the pipe. It's so, like, the the dramatic lighting, and he looks so scary, and yeah. he looks so much more realistic than The Simpsons <laughs> yeah. look, and, th- and it just shines, it's so, it's built to such a ridiculous point where the... <laughs> a real president is attacking homer in a in a pipe
0: yeah and so while the fighting is happening you have the the two ladies having tea talking about like what a what a shame it is that this isn't working because they're so right. similar in so many ways yeah. um and then uh noriega is that who it was the yes noriega they were saying just like, oh, it was this like the whole Noriega thing? And that worked out fine. And that's a joke that is yeah. uh, oh, now he and George are best friends. Uh, so uh, I love him saying just like, and here's a little something I learned in the CIA, and like starts about to like choke him <laughs> and kill him. I yeah. think I think he was about to kill him.
3: Nice way to weave in. He was the head of the CIA.
0: Yeah, uh, and and so uh, you know we get to do them fighting, and and uh, and then uh, they they go up to the the streets again, and then Gorbachev is there. Yeah, uh, about to bring a gift, a
1: Mister Coffee machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it.
0: That's such a, a funny. A little Mr.
1: Coffee machine with a bow. It's a perfect. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. You know, and, and basically Barbara kind of like puts her foot down and is just like, you have to apologize. Like, I can't look weak in front of the Russians. Just Oof. like, uh, George, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. And uh, it's such an embarrassing moment uh, for Bush. and So much so that he, he has to leave. He, he leaves town of there.
1: There's one moment, though, that I really want to touch on in Homer touch going. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> In your face, this is after the apology. In your face! Now apologize for the tax hike. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, you know, they, they drive off and, you know, uh, Barbara, one last time, kind of stops by. And again, in this episode, she's portrayed as such an angel, like such a patient, good woman. And so, right. like, you know, she's 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 apologizing to, to Marge. She's like, it really is such a shame. And uh, you just get Bush, like, super like, irritated, like, kind of, like, hawking the horse, like, it's time to go, and he just drives off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, time to go. And then we get uh, we get one of, one of the best endings ever, which we already touched on, if, Scott, you'd like to describe what happens in that ending there.
3: Well, the house is now up for sale and is instantly moved into, <laughs> uh, as soon as George Bush is gone, the new arrival shows up, and in a glorious moment... He steps out of the car, turns around, and says, "Hi." And it's <laughs> Gerald Ford, and that's a that that's a, a frequent quote with my wife and I. Is that that bland, lovable "Hi"?
2: He's so
3: <laughs> simple. It's so he's so instantly lovable, and that Homer and knows Jerry him Ford right is so away. Familiar
1: too. He's Jerry Ford, not Gerald Ford. Contrasting to earlier when they're like pr- former president Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. In
3: this case. Uh, Homer knows him right away. Yeah. Former President Gerald Ford. That the the instant rapport there, and like I said, I, I totally remember where I was in the in elementary school the next day quoting, do you like nachos? Do it's, you one like- of the- oh, boy. it's one
0: of the best. Yeah, uh, and, and, and also like some football. beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's- so do, yeah, do you like nachos? Do you like football? Well, how about you come over and watch the game and we'll have some nachos and then some beer. And then
1: some beer. <laughs> and then they both
0: fall down, of course, and have a shared <laughs>
3: dough. It's so simple in it's spl- like whereas Bush shows up and is using slightly big vocabulary words, right. Gerald Ford is breaking this. the idea of watching football and drinking beer, <laughs> so that. elementally, and then a beautiful. I, 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 I want to keep complimenting the direction in this episode. The like beautiful sky sunset, full of hope, season as they seven. walk off to the yeah, yeah season yeah. seven
0: sunset. That yeah, is yeah uh, it yeah is a thing. Oh really? Do we own, own that thing. Twitter
1: yet? We should. Oh uh,
0: yeah, but no. If you if you go through it, the Bill and Josh uh, would have very many sunset endings, and if you go through the episodes, you will see that there are many, and they're all excellent.
3: So uh, Homer's mom, is mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's looking up at the stars. Home beautiful sweet, mom home we're
0: talking about. Diddly, is that, wait, wait. Dope. Is that the name of the one? It's the one where basically they put the the, the stupid babies need the most attention. Yeah. Home, yeah. home sweet, <laughs> home diddly, yeah, I thought so. doodly. Diddly, doodly. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I just had a stroke. And there's, <laughs> just, there's
3: a, it's not quite a sunset, but there's that beautiful, like, the tableau of warm, forgiving Hollywood when the Radioactive yes. Man movie fails. Thank God you're back in Hollywood where people treat <laughs> each other right. The yeah. Rain <laughs> on Me plays in the rainbow. I guess that, so that was their that's thing was like ending things moment. on idyllic yeah. uh, uh, tableaus. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. wonderful to know.
0: Uh, but yeah, I urge you to, to just kind of scroll through and watch the endings of them. You'll see that there are quite a few.
3: <laughs> oh, what a magical cinematic way to end these episodes. They were all very, so many cinematic episodes in that time. I give them a great, great directors. Everybody was just on fire in this era.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so if you can, what what would you say is the takeaway from this episode in terms of, like, what really sticks with you? And if there's a lesson, what would that be?
3: So I I just, like, loved this episode, unadulterated. Was always happy when it would come up in the syndication rotation. Oh, it's this one. And, uh, uh, you know, always just accepted, like, this is one of the best. Probably everybody agrees with that, right? Okay. Uh, then... Uh, The commentaries come out, and I discovered through the commentary that there was some criticism internally in the show because uh, people were like, well, this is not – if you're going to bring on a president, why would you not do something more satirical? This is pointless. This is just – silliness and zaniness with a president and don't you owe more of a comment than that wow and i yeah yeah they say that an older member of the cast quote unquote had that opinion and i if i had to guess it is probably the man voicing george bush because he is a a political satirist on the radio and what have you If if he if it is him and if he had his had objections he put them to the side and did a great performance anyway but uh I think I think it is wonderful and exactly what I love about the episode that it is not that the satire is not biting yeah. because I think satire can be uh, super pretentious and irritating if done badly and I'm sure the Simpsons the Simpsons more satirical moments are wonderful but I love that they just... For no reason, several years after his presidency, <laughs> just made this dumb adventure where the president is a grouch and no particular point is made other than they lighten up bush. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's just it's very delightful. And especially in this horrible time, how, how politically, how fun is it to go back and watch An episode that's that's about politics in theory, but just dumb and zany. And I've, you know, I make a lot of stuff, and I try to make it dumb and zany and make no point, possibly because because I'm not smart enough to make a point. (laughs) Uh, uh, But I think it it rubbed off on me in that way. And I say, yeah, there is a time and a place for comedy that's like Mr. President, sir. Uh, uh, But I also think there's a place for uh, uh, dumb shit. Uh, I love uh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shout out to dumb shit. Let's all
0: Um, raise a glass. Um, of dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, well, Scott, thank you so much for doing the show. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for having me. This is what a, blast. a pleasure. Uh, where can people find you and what would you like to plug?
3: Um, you can go to my website scottgardner.com and watch sketches I've Gardner. done for uh, uh, no it's oh, certainly not no! I'm marching right
2: out
0: of out this
1: door erase the podcast
3: <laughs> in the trash I don't agree to it anymore oh no um, go to scottgardner with an I dot com and uh, no not, it's not scottgardner with an I uh, it's just spelled with an I yeah. uh, I've really confused the point go to my website and you can watch sketches I've done that are all all dumb and make no points for, uh, uh, for funnier Die and Conan and my show Moonbeam City and uh, and uh, and 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 mainly even more than what I personally have have done. Go check out podcast The Ride, which mm-hmm. we talked about a little bit. It's a podcast. It's a our podcast is a safe space for. Theme park nerds, and we're trying to encourage other people to either become theme park nerds yourselves, or, or yourselves, or uh, uh, or to not be uh, uh not be ashamed of your your theme park nerddom. I hope we've helped you in that you category, uh, Julia. Thanks for being on the show, <laughs> uh, Ali. Stop by sometime if Anytime. there's a ride you're fond of. Yeah, please come talk to us about it. Uh, but yeah, check out Podcast right on iTunes, and we're on we're on Twitter, and we post a lot of fun stuff there too.
1: And you awesome. guys are gonna do no. a City Walk series.
3: Oh yeah, that's oh, coming. Let me be up. a part of it. Uh, I um, want to be a part yeah, of it too. <laughs> if there's a if, I if there's Universal a store Studios you're especially fond of, I just uh, what's that? See... once a week.
0: I go there about once a week abs- time. I have a past.
3: Citywide, I
1: have a too. Yeah,
0: we yes. Uh, I also work up the street from
1: it, so it's right. really easy for me to just go like after work or oh, for my lunch break. Right? Okay. I have a running joke at the I host uh, Stonecutters Simpsons trivia. It Used to be a meltdown. Now oh, it's huh. at Lyric Hyperion uh, with. Uh, Kyle Clark and John Angaro, and there's like some running joke. I said on stage once, like that, um, you know, Universal City Walk is the Vatican City of Southern California, um, and I am its young pope. Uh, and now that that's canon it's for delightful. our show, it's uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's a
3: small little subsect of Los Angeles that's part of it and yet separate from and superior to it. It deserves uh, its own election. I'm doing basically our podcast is doing uh, 19 episodes about. City Walk. We, so we're, we're covering every single store and uh, restaurant and piece of themed entertainment, uh, past or present, in City Walk history. Uh, it's. The, it, I think it's really the City Walk historical archival podcast we need right now. I Absolutely. think so too. Uh, very, very crucial. You guys should try
0: and get Jimmy Buffett on.
3: Ooh, there you go. And he oh, could talk uh, about uh, Forrest Gump. Um, Do you think
1: Mike would lose it?
3: Mike Carlson would orgasm for three straight months were <laughs> we to get the actual It's just going to be Jimmy him Buffett. and Sting
1: orgasming for three straight months. Uh, Mike see, would Jimmy unlock
0: Buffen his it, uh,
3: uh, what's oh! that? Jimmy Buffett
0: impersonator oh, at the very sure. least.
3: He himself, Mike, Mike Carlson himself, is an excellent Jimmy Buffett uh, impersonator, and uh, uh, that's a, that's one of the things Jeff Garland points at him and makes him do do yes.
2: Buffett,
3: <laughs> do it, and he'll be tired, doesn't want to do. It. I think he's called him on the phone out of nowhere. Mike's driving, and he'll just get a call do Buffett. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but as if he has a problem with that, he's of uh, uh, he's, what a he's always happy to do it. Uh, uh, yeah, so check out our, our City Walk series. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's very important work we t-
1: Absolutely. Uh, and then, Julia, where can people find oh, you? Oh, thanks so much for asking, Allie. Um, you can find me at Julia Prescott on All the Things. Allie, where can people find you? Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> you can find me at Allie Gertz on all, all the Things. You
0: can find <laughs> us at, <laughs>
1: <laughs> at, uh, Simpsons, at Pod. Simpsons Pod. It's a little hot. It's too hot it's today. too hot today. <laughs> 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 um, uh, check out, you can pre order our book on Amazon.com. Uh, um, we're doing
0: live shows. We're going to be in uh, Texas. Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. We're going to
1: be doing some uh, Pacific Northwest, Springfield land kind of territory. So uh, stay tuned for those updates.
0: Hell yeah. And everything's coming up. Simpsons is a production of Maximum Fun. Our show is engineered and was edited by Jesus Ambrosio. And our senior producer is Laura Swisher. Swish. Smell you later.
1: Maximumfun.org.
3: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.